0: Listen, there is an inherited, you know, we talked about, I think we talked about this previously. We talked about how trauma can be transferred, transferred through the womb.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: The same way people are trying to figure out, you know, like, okay, your mama was an alcoholic, your daddy was an alcoholic you know, and, and, but there's no genetics that say you should be an alcoholic, but right. that it's somewhere in the lining of your DNA yeah. where that transfers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's in your and cells. Tra- right. It's in your cells. Okay. So there is an, a lineage <laughs> of evil huh. and hate Ooh. that I think stems back from, The way back who knows that is still in the lining of some folks' DNA. Mm. And and it is the same way an alcoholic who has generations of alcoholics before them have to do the hard work to not be an alcoholic Mm. like they mama was, like to break the cycle.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: White folk gotta do the same thing. You have to do the work Mm -hmm. to break the cycle because watching that movie last night, like (laughs) I was like, it was, it was about, it was basically about people who had, who are present day evil living out the evils of their ancestry. Wow. Okay. And when I tell you, it felt like me and my husband were like, look that up. See if that's a true story. This is going <laughs> to be a true story. Because I believe with everything in me that this is something that is probably actually happened or happened. And if anybody has seen that movie and heard of, um, man, you haven't seen the movie. I don't want to ruin it. No, but I, no, I, I read spoilers.
1: the I read the, okay, so there is a book that has been said to be connected to that movie. And I read that book. It's called Kindred by Octavia Butler. Mm -hmm. So I did read the book, but they're saying the way that we twist it up, it's not the same. It's not, so people don't think it's the same. There's some concept that it's the same, but it's a bit different. So I have an idea of the, like, going from the, you know, the regular modern day to this, uh, plantation life and then this whole like shift it, it's you know what uh, I, I there may be something to that I listen I ain't a scientist I'm not mm. a geneticist but I could believe it I could believe it I could definitely yes. believe it is def.
0: it was definitely like oh yeah there's some people probably that are in your mix well anyway like I was saying there is a um a piece of land uh in America where people can go and reenact
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, slavery yeah. yes so they were there's like these, did we talk um, about this before I we, don't know. we we haven't but uh, I want to get our friends on in the conversation so hey ladies fellas and friends you are listening to another episode of three dope wives with LaKendra Atasui. Adelise Jones, and LaMisha Dixon. With over 30 years of collective experience, we are here to give you an inside look at what marriage is really all about. Honey, we are airing out all the dirty laundry, spilling all the tea, and telling all the business. Are you looking for something really real? Then, honey, pull up a chair and grab your favorite cup of something hot as we dish on All Things Marriage. Ah, uh, welcome, friends, to another episode of Three Dope Wives. I am <laughs> your homegirl Kendra, in the house with my homegirl Lamisha. We are missing one part of the Three Dope Wives. Our girl yeah. Adelise is still taking care of some business, so we're just going to continue to keep our prayers up with our girl. But we're just having us a little bit of small talk. I'm sorry, I I forgot to get y'all in on the conversation. We are uh, right now. Uh, having some small chat about just, you know, how our weekend was. So Lamisha's telling me about how she is, you know, watch this movie Antebellum over the weekend and like some of the impacts of that. So I just want to invite y'all into our conversation because we were just having it good by ourselves, honey.
0: (laughs) It was, it was getting good. Right. So this movie, it depicted basically, and this is a spoiler alert. Okay. It basically depicted, um, a successful, the story of a successful black woman Mm -hmm. who was speaking out about code switching, Right Ah. about how we have to adapt to the environment instead of bringing our whole real self into an environment Hmm. and having the environment embrace and adapt to us. Um, How we are all as African-American women put into environments every single day where our genuine self is not the norm. So basically in 2020 terms, can mm-hmm. we normally be in a black woman
1: can we please because you know <laughs> i i mean i, I mean are we are, are we not yet at a place where we can just be our our genuine selves you know what i'm saying yes. like can i not just just be like what up sis in the morning without somebody cutting their eyes at me like why is she calling her sis like what? right because
0: you know what in the african-american community we are all sisters <laughs> yeah. because if you really want to go back to it, it's because um, we all were on plantations. Our ancestors were on plantations together, and we mixed breed, and we don't know who is our sister or who is not our sister, mm-hmm. genetically, because every time um, you know a black woman on the plantation had a baby. There was, a, there was a chance that she might have her child sold off yeah. to another plantation. And so everybody is our sister and everybody is our brother because in all actuality, we just don't, we don't, we don't know. Right. We don't know. And the fact that slave owners, you know, raped slaves, you know, throughout all of the history, which is why we are such a, um, a panoramic. Mixed <laughs> uh, bag. Right. Yeah. You know, we don't know. So, hey, sis, because somehow we probably all all related.
1: You know, it's uh, so good you said that. Um I had this interesting experience once in a workplace where they did this exercise and it was like a all, you know how they have like these company meetings where it's like a company-wide mm-hmm. meeting and so they're doing uh these different team buildings and one of the activities was that like somebody decided to bring up a world map and put it up at the front mm-hmm. and at, and and they had given, you know, had left like little post-it notes for everyone on the seats and so the activity was to take uh two post-it notes whatever put it from like you know mark the places where your family was from mm. and I just sat there like I just could not and then so so someone finally said hey Lakendra, Kendra why aren't you participating and I said what am I supposed to put on this thing like if you don't understand how broken the yes. uh the <laughs> African American lineage is i would need to go into like a 10 year deep dive into trying to figure out where my uh parents 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 came from came from right and then like try to trace that back to whatever region in Africa and then how many times diluted is that you get what i'm saying and then of right. course you know um my, my skin tone and my nose tells people that everything in me ain't from uh, Africa. So right. there's something French in there somewhere, but I don't know where. So, I mean, like it just and then there could be some other things mixed up in there, too, um, because, you know, Massa was sleeping with uh the field slaves. So I'm just saying right. like it just and the house slaves, let's just make it perfectly. That's right. Yeah. The house slaves got it worse. You know what I'm saying? So the thing is, you know, it, it's so. It's it's a it's it's a it's a messed up idea. You get what I'm saying? That we don't right. already have the sensitivity or the wherewithal to realize like, oh, yeah, I mean you probably can trace back maybe three, four generations, but that three, four generations is gonna be here in the States. It's gonna be yes. How are you gonna get we... to the continent of Africa and then how you gonna narrow it down mm. to uh, the region you know in africa to even get to the country that your that your people are from within the continent of africa so i just girl I, I so i just sat there and it was like a real like ah moment for you know they're like oh my gosh i'm so sorry i never realized you know cuz cuz you can cuz you can treasures you can say oh you know my great grandfather came from poland and you know my 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 great-grandmother was scottish and then i got a little french over here i mean because you nobody took you and enslaved you and then commingled you and then moved you all around and then commingled you some more you know what i'm saying and then we don't even know about the accuracy of those records there's never really accuracy of like the ages or even the names of the slaves because sometimes their names are changed when they went to different places so it's like it really is a toss-up unless we do some real scientific work like unless i go get a swab mm-hmm. go to like my i think it's something like my african- my end an-
0: is my yes yeah, so there's my ancestry.com and then yeah. there's my african ancestry.com it was across the country. what's funny is what you mentioned about the naming is in this movie mm-hmm. um when she was on this plantation they made her change her name and it was yes. a what's your name situation girl was toby toby it, it was, <laughs> yes she
1: was it was like that oh no I think gosh I I am on the fence because you know I'm not a horror lover and -hmm. I know that this movie is horror um but I can handle some if it's more sci-fi than it is horror Mm -hmm. like if it's gonna give me nightmares I'm gonna be able to roll with it but if it's something that's kind of like oh wow I might I might be able to check it out so I'll have to We'll have you to have talk to check offline. I have to get the uh, get the get the details on if it's something that's gonna freak me out or if I can actually handle it, y'all. I don't do. I don't. don't do. I don't do. It's hormones. definitely
0: a oh wow, okay. um for. For uh, for me, it was a horror movie because you know sometimes it's stuff in horror movies you be like, mm, that, that's real close to the truth. It's you too close. I mean?
1: That see, that's right. The thing. That's the stuff I can't. So I can't watch anything supernatural because mm-hmm. I'm like, I believe in the spirit realm. I ain't playing with it. I ain't even playing, with, <laughs> ain't playing, ain't playing with, it. It with y'all. I'm not even putting it. On. I'm not. You can't even come to my house and watch it as a guest in my house. Like <laughs> you can't watch it on no TV up in these four walls. Like you got to go home <laughs> with that. <laughs> we ain't playing them games like that. Um, I don't want the spirits nowhere up in here. Like, wait a minute, how'd I get over in that bedroom over there? No, 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 in no. That corner. no, 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 We will not do that over here. So, um, wow, we could be all day, you guys. I'm telling you, history is like something that I know that, that we are both very passionate about and something that's really interesting, um, especially with us both being Black women. Not that like all history isn't rich history, but you know how it is. You're really a lot more connected to your own history and it's a lot more interesting. Um, so I don't want us to get off track because we do have some good topics to talk about today, you guys.
0: We do. Let's dive in.
1: We are so today. Um, we're we're always and, and as you all know, the three dope wives. We're always we're always talking about keeping that marriage together, right? But we know. I don't want us to to seem like we're on some highfalutin, um, you know, uh, perfect world cloud, and we don't realize that sometimes there is a time when enough is enough. Mm-hmm. Sometimes fighting it out isn't worth it. And mm. while we do not individually condone divorce, right, we want to be um, we want to be really clear in saying that there are some specific key situations wherein it may be time to call it quits. So today uh, we are talking about cancel culture and marriage. When is it time to call it quits? Um, mm. Now I- I'll say this: for me, it's going to be a never. Um, The mister is uh, essentially stuck with me until my eyes close forevermore. I'm just saying it's what it is. But I would say this because there's some misconception, right, Misha? I I would say there's some misconceptions around what is a legitimate reason to call it quits Mm -hmm. and what are some I'm calling these illegitimate reasons for calling it quits. And then there are some borderline issues that can really go one way or another when it comes to it now um for clarity's sake we are christian women and so a lot of the premise of our belief is going to come 100% from the bible right so we're going right. to be following uh you know guidelines that way not all of you are christian and i understand that so there may be some other things that are leading and guiding your decision making and that's okay but i'm going to just give you The reasons that are okay, but we're not going to start there. I'm going to give you those last. We're going to start with the illegitimate reasons, Misha. um...
0: (laughs) (laughs) The illegitimate reasons. The thing that when people go in court and the documents say irreconcilable difference. Come on. Right. Those things, the things that like, it's just like, you know what? I'm tired of you. You tired of me. You ain't cute no more. I don't like you no more like that kind of stuff the that illegitimate stuff. reasons why people call it quits or cancel the marriage
1: cancel the marriage you know what bro? you are canceled you I'm know gonna... what it's over I'm tired over. of you I'm done I don't even like you no more you ain't even cute mm. so, nope
0: first one that comes to mind mm. is sex sex Sex. Yes. <laughs> you know, y- y'all, y'all ain't getting Hell. it in. What? You're not. No, there's no sex in our marriage. There's no sex in our marriage. What? Like, we haven't slept together in a year. Oh. Um, I don't find him attractive anymore. Mm. You know, and I'm saying that in a different voice because that is not my, <laughs> that is not, that is not what's <laughs> not going my on testimony. in my house. But, <laughs> it ain't
1: me but uh one of y'all sound like somebody
0: somebody one of the listeners sounds like that that yeah they have a sexless marriage like they're just there's no not just sex sex but there's no intimacy that leads to the physical act of (laughs) of
1: sex. sex you know there's so much in that there is there's so much in that because like how do you end up with a sexless marriage like you know Y'all used to pop it off like rabbits every single day, five seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, if you wasn't menstruating, it was popping. Some mm-hmm. of y'all nasty. Some of y'all do it on your period. Y'all. I ain't gonna say Some of y'all put out a here, towel down. Put a towel down. Some of y'all nasty. But <laughs> <laughs> for those that ain't, yeah, you, know, you out here like, okay, well it ain't my it ain't my three to seven days of flow. It's on and popping. Okay, well, what about that first day? That first day with it. That's the last nasty. It's nasty, it's nasty, I don't care, <laughs> I don't care, it's disgusting, okay, it's gross, I can't do it, um, <laughs> I'm always like on the extra check, like, I need nah. one more day, because if, if we go too soon, my pH balance ain't restored, and then I ain't got the WAP, <laughs> and so then that's a whole problem, so oh, we got, the WAP gotta be right, it WAP yes. gotta be right, so you know right. what I mean, <laughs> gotta get the girl right, so anyway, we got, <laughs> you know, I, I, that, that part, but <laughs> it, you don't just stop you know what i'm saying it's not like right. oh we was getting it in every day and then we stopped something happened that caused yes. the sex to dry up mm. you there I mean? was
0: possibly um i mean a lot of things happen like you become unattractive like there's weight gain or weight loss or hair loss or,
1: you know, you got a, yeah. a limp eye or you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you got sick and then like it ruined our, I would say, flow. Like I feel like most couples have a sexual rhythm.
0: Yes. Like wherein yes. like
1: you getting it in every whatever couple days, every however it goes. And then something happens that just throws the rhythm off. And then mm-hmm. you have a hard time reestablishing the rhythm yeah work schedules change that kids kids,
0: oh.
1: <laughs> yes. kids yes. come in and ruin your whole situation I don't heard yes. about people trying to get in the throes uh, in, th- in in the throes of the sheets and they like mommy can't right. open the door it's like what you're, I can't right. even get it in listening to your voice you're messing it up you're messing it up everything dry up and soften <laughs> right <laughs> Just get off me. I heard baby. It's it's messing it up. Not sexy (laughs) anymore. So there's there's usually something right that that, that you can attribute to your marriage becoming sexless sexless. Yes. Now, if it's something traumatic, you know, like someone has an accident Mm -hmm. and now they are physically incapable of having sex like okay I broke my leg now there's some men out here who just nasty y'all some nasty little freak nasties out here talking about some I don't care if I'm in a body cast you know
0: <laughs> listen
1: that ain't that's that you got to get it in I, I, because what's gonna happen if you don't get it in when he in a body
0: cast I, I, is you gonna end you know, up in a sexless marriage it's gonna mess up your
1: yo, rhythm yo,
0: you're gonna mess up figure it out yeah you to
1: figure it out and get it in so i think i think that that's something that can be worked out worked out for sure i mean yes. is i would say with weight gain y'all know weight gain don't just show up the thing is it it it's noticed all of a sudden like you've been gaining weight but it's not till you get like the 10 15 pounds that you blink mm-hmm. and be like "Ooh, whoa <laughs> some happened." corona yeah. Corona quarantine 15.
0: Oh, what is 25 came from? What
1: did <laughs> I do? You get what I'm saying? So that happens, it does, and happen. it happens to your spouse too. I mean, like, if you guys have been busy working hard, raising the kids uh yes. you back and forth uh he got a big project you got a big something going on at work you just I can't I can't get it in right now like I got to finish this report tonight right kind of thing can't get to I, the gym can't eat right can't do yes. nothing because I'm focused of that on all you know what I'm saying that that part now you know you look up and all of a sudden you look at your spouse and you're like this dude done gained about 25 <laughs> Like, what are yeah. you doing with a tire in the middle? Like that ain't right. true. you can't get on me like that. No, I can't even breathe. Like, we struggling to get positions right. right. <laughs> it's not works. It, happens. Work. it, it happens. It does. But I think that if you are in a committed relationship, like a marriage, hello. Hello. You gotta, you gotta do the work to to get back. You know what I mean? You have to have enough fight and enough wherewithal within you to say, you know what. We got to figure out how to get this right, and you know, get get back on track. We got to get our groove back. Yes, we got to get we got to get our groove back on. Yeah. So I would say if you could fix it, it's 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 definitely illegitimate. Sex, yeah, sexless marriage to me is
0: definitely illegitimate. You can definitely. I mean, first I would say as you get older, everybody can't continue to get it popping. Like things happen, you know what mm. I'm saying. But you can always find ways to become intimate and get your needs met. Right. So just because there is no, dare I say, penetration, that oh. doesn't mean <laughs> that oh. doesn't mean that people have to go
1: without feeling fulfilled. You know what? Uh Jamie Foxx sang this song. Now listen, y'all, I, I love my music, okay? So <clears throat> forgive my music references. However, Jamie Foxx said, uh, you gotta get more creative. <laughs> yeah
0: there are other there are other things and other ways that you can fulfill your spouse's needs it is and you need to find them so you don't have this illegitimate reason oh, irreconcilable differences
1: and then some people fail to communicate Misha I mean we talked about sex before mm. some people fail to communicate with their spouse regarding their needs you know you you mm-hmm. frustrated that he doesn't do a certain thing that you like in a certain way that you like and so you just quit. Like, ah, forget it. I don't, you know what? Never mind. And then you you let that frustration build up. And the next thing you know, you're not Mm. doing it at all. Right. Yeah. So you got to, you got to talk to your spouse about what you need. Some couples are super mad, nasty, freaky, and that's their business. I ain't got nothing to do with that because that's between them. Right. But I feel like you've got to be whatever works for your marriage to make you both happy in the situation. So I don't know what that is, but I encourage you to figure it out. Figure it
0: out. So no. this, we talking about this lack of communication. Yeah, As we're talking about the lack of communication. There are some things that can happen in a marriage, like isolation, right? Mm. Like people can decide, like you said, people can decide. You know what? I don't know why I'm feeling this way. Yeah, but I'm feeling this way, and I don't want to talk to nobody about it.
1: Mm.
0: I really just want to feel how I'm feeling. Yeah. And uh though you my spouse, I'm really in my own world. Yeah. That emotional kind of disconnect. D- the disconnect. Yeah. That disconnect. That also is a reason why people decide that, you know, they don't. Okay. Let me do like you do and go to these musical reference. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, is it baby face? We don't no, that's not babyface. We don't even talk anymore. Voice to men. Boy, some men, we don't even <laughs> know what we are. talking about. Yes. 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 That, that is real. And that is, people decide, you know what? We don't talk no more. We both in our own worlds. We just argue for no reason. We can't get on the same page. We're just different people now. Yeah. We just don't click anymore. Yeah. Right. And that all stems from just not communicating, not staying in the loop with your spouse, mm. not Con- not finding ways to connect yeah um, like we had a, our last episode can we be friends yeah like not taking the opportunity to connect with your spouse to relearn your spouse yeah fall back in love with your spouse right yeah those things happen and people are like you know what well, we just we just don't work anymore we don't fit yeah you know? and so they try to be out
1: I think it's important also for us to not forget that like there's work involved so I think all of these illegitimate reasons are gonna they're gonna come back to the work you get what I'm saying like it's gonna come back to you doing your part to get till the part ladies listen you gotta you can't just throw in the towel like I'm gonna tell you we know from just longevity in this thing called marriage that it's not just a You know, it's not a quick fix. Nothing is a quick fix. Okay. It takes really hard work and dedication to have a good and thriving, successful marriage. Right. Because it's easy to disconnect and to isolate yourself. Like that's easy. It's so easy to start living your separate life while you're married. Like, I can't tell you how easy it is to just like, oh, I'm gonna just start hanging out. I'm gonna just go to work. And then after work, I'm gonna hit happy hour. And mm-hmm. then after happy hour, you know, I might just go to the gym because, and then you come home, honey, it's nine, 10 o'clock PM mm-hmm. and you don't, you don't already ate. Cause you didn't out with your friends. You're not having dinner yeah. at home and you like, I'm about to shower and go to bed, do it all over yeah. again. I had no, had no conversation, had no communication, um, nothing with your spouse in a day. And yeah. you can go on like that for weeks on end. And the next thing you know, you look up and you're like, this person's a stranger,
0: Don't give me that reference. You know, the song (laughs) we don't want. There's a stranger in my house.
1: (laughs) house. Come on, Tamia.
0: (laughs) Yes, that can that can happen. And it happens to so many. It happens a lot to people. Yeah, especially I will say if you are a wife that is at home for a stint and -hmm. not working, you're at home all day by yourself. And your spouse is gone. They at work, they at the gym, they at happy hour. They have, you know, all of these um, friends and associates that they kick it with because of work, because of, yes, because of the gym and you at home with a new baby, you're at home, you know, taking care of the kids, managing the house, you know, worry about an illness or something like that, or a parent who is, you know, falling sick. You're doing all of those things and your spouse is out, you know, developing a, a life of their own. Yeah. You know, without you. Yeah. And yeah. and that can happen. But and it could be either way. It could be the wife or the husband. Yep. And now all of a sudden you look up and you like, I don't even know this person. At like all. the person that I married wasn't a happy hour person. No nope. person I married, you know, didn't drink unless it was socially. Now every night na- yeah. every day after work you're having a couple of drinks. Yep. You know? And so it definitely,
1: it definitely can happen. But it is not a reason to call it quits it's not it's it's 100 it's illegitimate because this is it whenever and this is what i think people forget <clears throat> whenever you start a new relationship you're getting to know that person mm-hmm. you're you're at square one i don't know you you don't know me you don't know what i like you don't know what makes me laugh you don't know what irks me or irritates me um you know you don't know my family you don't know what i've been through mm-hmm. yada yada right so the whole spiel you have to go back to square one whenever you're in that situation and the reason people get frustrated is cuz they're just like i already know this person i don't feel like doing that right well but you don't that's a problem you I have to get know. reacquainted with your spouse when you find yourself in that place because remember marriage is covenant it's not just a hey you want to hang out with me for the rest of my life like it's not that type <laughs> of ordeal <laughs> It's not. We just not kicking it. You know what I mean. Like it's not. It's like we're doing life. Like yes, we're doing life. And if in order to do life, you got to do the work. Let's talk about emotional abuse because I feel that Mm -hmm. somebody is gonna say like, well, what if I'm, what if I'm being, you know, what if I'm being verbally attacked? So let's say, just to use your example, Misha. Let's say I am that housewife, Mm -hmm. and. Um, I, I, my husband comes home and he's irritated by me. He's irritated by the fact that I haven't gotten dressed all day. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm in the messy bun. I got, you know, a baby spit up on my shirt. Probably, <laughs> you know, some carrots stuck in my bra. Like right. I Having got a, a sh- whole shower. You get what I'm saying? Like, I haven't had a shower. I've been waiting on you all day so that I could get in the shower. Yes. You know, Um, but I'm not looking, you know, Uh pretty hot and tempting when Mm. you walk in the door yes so now you're irritating and now he's calling me names I maybe haven't lost my baby weight so now he's calling me fat or he's uh putting me down because I'm not chubby you know what I'm saying like I used to be a career woman but now he looks at me and he thinks I'm pathetic so he calls me pathetic and he you know he's just Mm. he's got some mean and hateful speech towards me and mm-hmm. it's doing some real damage to my self-esteem. It's really causing me to look down on myself. It really makes me feel like I'm a nobody. Um do why stay in this emotionally abusive mm-hmm. relationship? Mm-hmm. Uh I say <laughs> <laughs> even if, we have put this
0: with the illegitimate reasons. Yes. Because um, emotional abuse, even though it is a form of a, abuse, yeah, it is not something that cannot be fixed or worked out or talked through. You know, it is something that, with counseling and seeking help and community and people around you who, you know, will help you understand why mm-hmm. <laughs> you are having these outbursts, why you are treating somebody this way. Those are all things that can happen that can fix this. Like your spouse, I le- legitimately think that your spouse loves you, wants the best for you and married you to be a life partner, but he's right? Disgusted by me. So what has brought us to this point? Yeah. You know? And what is the root cause of this? Why is there resentment so much resentment that he feels like he can speak to me that way, mm. or why do I allow myself to be in a to to be in the situation that has you know my spouse unhappy, me feeling unhappy, me having low self esteem, you know because esteem is something that we can we do have some control over, mm-hmm. and. In an emotionally abusive situation, as soon as a woman or a man who's being emotionally abused gather, gathers themselves mm-hmm. and says, okay, that's enough. That's the last time you're going to say that to me. As soon as the person looks in the mirror and realizes who God created them to be, mm. then they can say, you know what? This has to stop. And it can stop. Yeah you know, and it can stop and it can, and it can be, the person can be transformed. Yeah. You know, they can
1: be changed on both ends because we should let anybody talk to us that way. No. And, and that, that's where I actually was going to say is this part. <clears throat> so I would say this now, according to the law, because as Christians, we are supposed to obey the law of the land. Yes. Um, according to the law, emotional abuse is considered domestic violence. And so because it is considered domestic violence, in some cases, you can be, um, that that may be ground. So, I mean, it is kind of on the borderline. Um, It could could possibly be
0: in the borderline section, but it is borderline based on you know, what the law says. And it just depends on how you govern your marriage, right? Yes. Do you govern your marriage based on the law? Are you going to say, you know what, it's irreconcilable differences and and claim, you know, domestic abuse. You know, if that's what you put on your papers for divorce, some might say it's a legitimate reason based on the law of the land. And some might say it's an illegitimate reason because through counseling and support, you could have gotten down to the bottom fix the problem and yep. the damage can be reversed because we have yeah. all seen um, people come out of things and it can com- the whole situation be completely reversed people be completely healed yeah. you know of the past damage that was done in a marriage and they are a testimony and they thrive and they help other people and they change the, the environment and the people that are around them because, yeah.
1: you know, they have that experience. Part of the recovery, though, I would say in something like this, like emotional abuse, is to nip that thing in the bud. Like, <clears throat> so here's the thing. I think what happens is that there tends to be um a pass given, right? So yes. it's like, okay, well, he was stressed or she was stressed because women, we can be bad yes. with the tongue. So let's not yes. make it like it's just a man thing. Ooh, With a knife, um, we can cut you with like a like, man whoosh, 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 whoosh. real quick. <laughs> <laughs> just cut you up. Just <laughs> real quick, right? Just pow pow pow. And so I, I would say this, you know, it's it's nipping that thing in the butt because I can say I'll tell you like from in the early days of my marriage, before I had the level of emotional intelligence that I have today before Mm -hmm. I was able to you know to sit with my emotions to articulate what I was feeling I might have a slip up here and there I might have said a thing or two that was just like real real left field okay but my husband was not having it at all (laughs) at all and it's something that we call each other out on so we have very specific rules on how we talk to one another yes
0: rules of engagement rules of engagement engagement. yes
1: so very specifically one i'll just give you one of our rules one of our rules is you cannot swear you cannot use any cuss words when talking to me yes Yes. at all like it it doesn't it doesn't doesn't even have to be i mean period period point blank like i don't care how mad you are you need to find, you need to dig deep and you need to use your vocabulary and mm. you articulate in a way that is clear and respectful without swearing, period. And it's not even just like calling me a swear word, period. You cannot use a swear word to describe how you're feeling. Yes, yes at that's all. a
0: great rule of engagement. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, so I think starting with rules of engagement in this, okay, I, I don't talk to my spouse like this, period, point blank. Mm-hmm. Like there are a couple things that I know that are, off the table as far as like things I will say to my husband about my husband or at my husband, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So there are things that I'm like, one thing I'm never talking about, and this is not even something that he and I have discussed, but it's something that I have discussed with, with other married women. Mm -hmm. I will never, I will never, um, disrespect my husband by talking poorly about sexual performance ever.
0: Oh yeah. like Never, ever. That is emotional abuse. That is
1: emotional abuse, not to a friend, not to like... To nobody, period. To nobody. (laughs) To not even barely even to myself you hear what I'm saying right because it starts in your mind you got to be careful with the words that you use even to yourself because what you're doing is you are affirming a belief every yes. time out of your mouth when you say a thing you affirm it within yourself so yes. whenever you're saying I can't stand him he gets on my nerves oh he's so oh uh, he's this that and the third and it's all negative 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 you are affirming that negative thing within yourself about your spouse and so you got to watch the words you say even to yourself so those are just my little bit of the rules that that we follow over in our house is when it comes to you know main make maintaining a healthy communicative relationship wherein we do not enter or even cross the line into emotional abuse yes
0: i mean i would say to any couple new couple or old couple i mean develop Serious rules of engagement. Now, is that going to stop someone who has something in them that causes them to emotionally abuse a person? I don't know. I don't know if it's going to stop it because that means that person has something on the inside of them that needs to be worked out, right? right. If somebody feels comfortable, you know, talking down or talking bad to, to their spouse and there is something on the inside of them that needs yeah. to be um, sanctified, <laughs> that needs it, to be worked is. out, you know, and um, but I would say if you develop rules of engagement, yeah. it will change the way that you communicate, the way you work out issues, the way you bring things to the table that you're having a concern about you know if you decide like you say like Kendra, which is great like okay we don't use swear words yeah um my husband has a thing because he is a a tall guy and a very big talker he's a loud boisterous voice yeah and when we have a, a all um uh, what do they call it uh, a heated fellowship heated fellowship <laughs> heated
1: fellowship yeah, yeah that
0: he sit that he sits down yeah he does not talk to me standing up yeah, that's our rule, because then it becomes too much. Your voice is loud. Yeah. You know, you use your hands and you're mm-hmm. standing up over me. Sir, yeah. no, that's intimidation. It's intimidation. So yep. Our rule of engagement is he sits down. Anytime we have an issue or conflict, we are both sitting,
1: looking at each other face to face, and mm. it completely changes the dynamic of our communication during that time. So, so what about what about people that that say that we're not in love anymore? I just. You know, I I fell out of love with him. I just I woke up one day, and the love was gone. I think those people
0: might need to revisit what marriage and love is, because being in love, yeah, had to me is an emotion. Yeah, it's a it's a feeling. Yeah, it is not something that you you lean or balance your whole marriage on.
1: So I can't it can't be the butterflies.
0: No. The butterflies, butterflies, they come and they go. <laughs> okay, they they're seasonal. Yeah. You know, the same way they see they outside. You see them uh-huh. sometimes. sometimes you know, uh-huh. butterflies are seasonal. They do not. They're not there for fi- like we just celebrated our 15 year anniversary.
1: Yay! And will,
0: yes, 15 years. Ain't woo, nobody woo, been woo. to jail. Ain't nobody. Okay. Got all Only <laughs> limbs. You know what I'm saying? Like got all we, my teeth. Hey, <laughs>
1: everybody
0: got their hair. It might be little yeah. little It might be look gray, but we got all our hair, so yeah. we're in celebration mode. Yeah, but I will tell you that within the 15 years, I don't wake up every morning to butterfly kisses yeah you know, because i got that warm and fuzzy feeling yeah. for my husband and the same with him i know sometimes we roll over be like oh you still oh, okay you still Oh, that? i see him. Right. Oh, well. okay we're gonna do this again another yeah. day." you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's not always the warm and fuzzies and not being in love anymore is something that comes and goes yeah you can, you can not be in love with your job hello. you can i mean everybody has a honeymoon phase at their job hello and they go in and out and then they get a project that they love and they're really excited about and all of a sudden they're in love with their job again yeah right yeah um same thing with marriage same thing with marriage same thing you know? I mean there's you go in and out of love and it is not a reason you right. know, to decide that you know what it's just not working out we're just not in love anymore it's Although, 100% you,
1: illegitimate is what it's you're
0: 100% saying 100% illegitimate like yeah. you are in a committed relationship and when you're in a committed relationship things are going to be up and down it's going to come and go and you just ride it out
1: yeah you ride. right, right. and I, I love that you said that though let me show like the butterflies come and go the butterflies are seasonal because it is i mean it's not just you know it's a commitment it's a commitment it's something that you do regardless love yeah. is a verb right it's an action word it is something mm-hmm. that you do it is not something that you feel so um and but you may feel love. I'm not gonna say that you never feel it and, and that you shouldn't feel it within your marriage. You shouldn't have that that fondness, that lovey, gooey ooey mm-hmm. type feeling towards your spouse. But like you said, Lamisha, I agree one hundred percent that it's not always, you know, it's not every single day of every second of every single day. You get what I'm saying? Right. Sometimes you get in the throes of marriage and the love becomes like a back burner. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's there, but it's not like our sole focus right now because we got other stuff to take care of. So Mm. I think that that's Mm -hmm. something to really think about. But when in the ways of love, because there is a book that was written called Love and Respect. It's something that my husband and I picked up when we were Uh, engaged and just trying to like figure out the crazy cycles and get our minds right and get ourselves prepared for marriage. But men can oftentimes translate love as respect. Right. So what if in the marriage there is a lack of respect, like, and this is, and I think all this stuff kind of works together, right. Because we were saying before that women can be reckless with our words um, and we can be, you know, really sharp with the tongue and, we can come in ways that might otherwise feel disrespectful and to that point on emotional abuse you know men can be also disrespectful and so there's there's an inherent need in most people to feel that like the person I'm with every day respects the person that I am yes and if I'm not getting that respect then why am I here
0: it's respecting oh and just a quick shout out um if you have not read the book it's love and respect there are workbooks and there are all kinds of stuff that you can do with your spouse it's Dr. Emerson Egrich I think I'm saying that right E-G-G-E-R-I-C-H-S um they did not sponsor this podcast but (laughs) but it is a right but it is a good it's a good um (laughs) It's a good book. It's yes. a great book to have in your tool belt when you're married, when, you, when you're married, that workbook. Um, Dr. Emerson, send us a little change. We'll take it. We'll, we'll take, take it. it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but but yes, respect. I mean, it's a big thing because, you know, you have to respect what the person brings to the table. And what if the person can't bring to the table what they used to bring to the table? That's so now good. all of a sudden you don't have respect, you mm-hmm. know, then you have to decide what was your marriage what was the foundation of your marriage? You know, yeah. was it that, you know, this person was, you know, a great provider. Yeah. So now that Ooh, this person no longer they can't do can it. provide, then I lost respect or this person was um, the apple of my eye. Like they were my arm candy. She was beautiful. She had long mm. hair, great body, you know what I'm saying? And so now, I look at her and I don't have respect for her as my wife no more. As my little arm came to the apple of my eye because yeah, you're not looking. You know what I'm saying? I was always I walked in the room and everybody's like, "Oh, you, oh, she with you." Now all of a sudden it's not like that.
1: So I no, don't you're have not respect. 25 year old. You no know more.
0: Yeah, so I don't have respect for what you bring to the table, or I thought you would do better with the kids or, you know, I thought you would help me take care of my parents, you know, or whatever, yeah, or whatever it is, whatever it is,
1: you yeah. know, you've, you've lost respect for your spouse for whatever reason, but you can recapture that. Right. I mean, like, it's not yes. just a, it's not a dead end. Um, no. it's a not a dead end. So that that's why we kind of put this in the, the illegitimate Ill- category because it's not a dead end. It's not a, you know oh um you know what it's a lost cause it can't be fixed all of this um mm-hmm. but I mean there's some things okay so there's a couple more topics we got to get through them quick for the for the sake okay, of time yeah, yeah, yeah. but for uh, so there's a couple there's three more in the illegitimate category mm-hmm. um there's financial struggles there's illnesses and, defi- and disfigurement and then there's infertility I want to just hit hit real fast on these financial struggles because yes um, so you went there for just a second you said he yes. loses that job and now he's not that provider that he used to be so I mean what do I I mean there are solutions right to yes. having financial struggles I would say let's go with the solutions because the thing is this we we've already said it's illegitimate
0: we already said it's illegitimate you already know what it is if you're listening and you are in this situation you know the reason why finances are taking over your marriage and yeah. and, and you're considering canceling the marriage, right? Mm-hmm. This is illegitimate, like you said. And solutions for that are, <laughs> first off, just being aware of who you are and what you have and what you can do with you have. Changing your mm-hmm. expectations. Be real. Be real. D- saying, "Look, we ride or die." You know what I'm saying? Down like four flat tires. Yeah. You under we under this bridge together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Maybe
1: we don't need a Mercedes.
0: Maybe we can do okay with 1200
1: square feet. Maybe or 800 square feet. We can roll in a Toyota or a Honda.
0: Maybe we can catch the bus. Like
1: Maybe we can there? share a car. <sighs> that breaks we, my heart. Maybe we can cook more. Maybe we can eat at the house.
0: Maybe we can eat at the house. Maybe maybe we can take care of the clothes
1: that we have. Mm-hmm maybe I can return some stuff that's been hanging in my closet that still got tags on it or send it to a resale shop.
0: Maybe we can depend on the friends and family who said they would be there for us Mm. just for a moment in time so that we can get back to where we need to be.
1: Or maybe I'm better at you at budgeting. And so I'm going to take the lead on this um until mm. we can get a handle on these financial struggles but what we're not gonna do is call it quits what we're not gonna do is call it quits because I believe in you you believe in me yeah and this is just
0: a phase if we got 30 40 50 years together come on and this is just six uh, eight, six or uh, 18 months or whatever it is until yeah. we can work it out yeah there is another there is the other side yeah we are going to get over.
1: We are in America. We're so super spoiled. We're so first world problems. First we're so, world. You know what I'm saying? We're so, Um. oh, I got to have, got to have, got to have, but you don't got to have. Like if you can't order Uber Eats, boo-boo, like don't. Yeah. Like if you can't, if you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, listen, isn't it plenty the people, you know what I mean? I can't, I can't go get the newest S class Mercedes. Mm. I can't go get, the you know or whatever i mean you know i'm saying maybe some of y'all out here uh balling hard you can't rock the maybach Mm. i mean i'm just saying (laughs) like i don't ever have a plan on buying a car that costs the equivalent to a house however um somebody might somebody might i just listen we gotta learn that like there is more to the marriage than the money okay Mm -hmm. flat out but I think the last two are really big ones. And I really want us to kind of give this some breathing space because um, this is where we come into the place of till death do us part. Yes, this is where the hard part hard. Right, right, right. Um, Illness. uh, Someone gets cancer Mm. um, or some fatal diagnosis wherein Mm -hmm. they have, you know, three years to live. Mm hmm. Or yep. someone gets into a massive accident and now they are majorly disfigured, mm-hmm. can't can't move and walk like they used to, can't talk like they used to. I got um, that I, I, part.
0: Somebody gets diabetes, and they have to get an amputation, mm. right? That makes and it does. And not only that, you 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 blame them because they should have did better.
1: Yes. Why you? I was trying to tell you to eat them salads. Mm-hmm. But you insisted on ice cream. Yes,
0: and you know and, it running your family.
1: And now you ain't got no leg.
0: And and I still got to back it up.
1: I'm laying. I'm laying next to you, and I can't play footsie because you ain't got no footsie. I'm not
0: gonna laugh with you. I'm not gonna do that with you today, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that with you on this show. We are not going to say I'm laying next to you and we can't play footsie because you. Did, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not Gonna do that with you today. I'm not I'm gonna move on <laughs> and say and go back to what you said about you know somebody may be having an accident and you know yes. now you're wheelchair bound or you had yeah. a, you had a stroke and now you you know you can't you've lost some functions on mm. a, the side of one side of your body or your eye a little droopy you ha- you know what I'm saying Bill's so y'all pausing, get the idea right so we don't <laughs> yes. paint
1: the big picture yeah the, the idea though is that you made a vow and this is where i think this is where um the rubber really meets the road when yes. marriage is concerned right this is really where it gets hot in the mm-hmm. kitchen because it's 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 necessary to assess where you are on your commitment level cuz mm-hmm. this ain't this ain't about this ain't about the butterflies this ain't about sexy time this ain't about you know uh the lovey-dovey the woo 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 this up, is about yes. this is about the vow this, is, this is about, is about the, you wow. know what i'm saying this is about the this is about the um the to commitment to part. till death do us part mm-hmm. right this is a commitment to do life with you
0: mm-hmm.
1: even if life changes cuz it will it does it does it does, it does. there are women and there I, I mean i can't imagine having breast cancer Having a having a double mastectomy, meaning both of my breasts have been removed. Yes. And my husband loves my breasts.
0: He's a breast man. He is. When he met me, I had on the halter. <laughs> the
1: so, so, but now the fun bags are gone. The fun bags. <laughs> you Get your
0: mammograms. Them. It's October. <laughs> it is Breast <laughs> Cancer Awareness <laughs> Month. Get your mammograms, Please ladies. Please do. Please do. But <laughs> like, men. And, then, and
1: so uh, so whatever the case may be this is mm-hmm. where it gets hard this is where i would say where deep uh therapy yes is going to be 150% necessary because it's it's the traumatic experiences in the marriage that that either make it or break it
0: yes does it bring you closer or does it push you further apart And if somebody, you know, is has an illness or suffers from some, you know, something traumatic that causes disfigurement, you know, this is a time where they need their spouse the most. And if they can't, if they can't hack it, if they like, I'm not attracted to you anymore, or I can't do this, or it's too much work to take care of you, you know, or, or all of those kinds of things, that is where a marriage either you know it can make a break a marriage and you have to decide and we would hope that you decide because this is right under illegitimate yeah it is (laughs) that has nothing to do with the commitment that you have made to this person during this time I mean I know a couple that um the husband had cancer at the beginning of their marriage. They lost their job. He lost his job. They lost their house. Um, they had to go down to one car because he could not work. Right. Mm. And so then, you know, they made it through that 10 years later, Mm -hmm. he was diagnosed with cancer again and did not tell his spouse. Instead, he pushed his spouse away And because of the shame and the hurt and the fear that he had to bring something like that illness back into their marriage. Um, What he did not understand was that the woman had decided that her commitment and the vow that she made was stronger than anything that cancer could bring to their marriage. And he spent... A year pushing her away and doing things to you know tear the marriage apart. Yeah. And when he finally came to a point where he confessed what was going on that he had cancer, he I'll just say this: their marriage is stronger than he's ever been. Mm. He has more love, respect, um, and they, the communication is on 1000 than they have ever had before. Not realizing that that second bout of cancer um was what took them to the next level in their marriage. Wow. You know? Yeah. And so giving up before ending the race before the race is done. Yeah. Can keep you from the blessing that that's the finish that's at the finish line.
1: That's so good. And I, and I really just affirmed my point that it is a maker or breaker. Yeah. Um, The last one that we had on illegitimate reasons was infertility. Mm. And I just need to I guess I need to explain why we put infertility into the illegitimate category. Right. Because I know somebody is thinking, but having kids was a deal breaker for me. Right. Mm -hmm. Like um, I really wanted kids. um, And now we can't have kids. Well, you can have kids. You may not be able to have them the way that you thought you would mm-hmm. um but you can still build your family okay so i'm gonna just put that out there but this is it oftentimes infertility in marriage is not known until you get to the place where you are actively trying to pursue having children mm-hmm. um so you don't know that there's a problem because you didn't try and now you're trying and then you're like wait there's a problem mm-hmm. so it, it it's 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 something that most people don't know going in unless you marry later in life after yeah. you've already had some fertility assessments, different things like this. Um, I think a lot of times women go after 35. five. They're not, If they're not married yet, they're like, okay, well, let me know what my egg reserve look like. Let me figure out what all this stuff looks like. And mm-hmm. am I still good once, if I get married later? Um, mm-hmm. But the thing yeah. is this. Your commitment is to the individual. Mm-hmm and not to their fertility. Even though, I mean because the thing is this, ha, what 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 do you do if you marry someone who doesn't know that they're shooting blanks? Mm. You thought we were like we were gonna have babies. I looked at him and I was like, Yes, he is gonna make some cute kids. He's
0: gonna make some cute some pretty
1: babies. Yes. And they're gonna be our kids gonna be stunting out in these streets. They're gonna be you like, gotta... oh my god, who is this mm. beautiful baby? And you could be like, Yes, that's me and that's my husband. That's us over here. Mm-hmm. So you had that dream. And mm-hmm. and now that dream can't be realized because you find out he has a low sperm count, he's got some genetic condition, or maybe you do. You have yeah. low egg count you have some genetic condition that is really hindering the fertility do I throw this marriage out the window you know what with infertility I think these
0: are missed misguided or just flat out wrong expectations when you ex, and I'll say this and this is just this is my thought if you are ex- were expecting to experience the baby kicking you in the stomach and mm. the 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 maternity f- you know photo shoots and you know and finding out the and, and the gender reveal party mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff because you wanted to you know have this experience as a mother and as a father. If that is something that is a deal breaker for the marriage, then your expectations were wrong. Yeah. Cuz all for all kids don't come through the same way, right? Some kids are adopted, some kids, some people have god kids that they never expected to have fall into their life. Yeah. Um, some people have multiple births and then won't multiple. births.
1: That's it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you know, all kinds of and infertility could be, you know, you, you know, stillbirth. There's so many, you know, there's so many things. Yeah. You know, I can't, you, you just can't bring that expectation or that dream to fruition.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: And that to me has nothing to do with the marriage. It is a benefit of marriage, right? Mm-hmm. To be fruitful and multiply, right? And everybody listen, hears that and thinks being fruitful and multiplying means, meaning having, that it ha- means having, you know, womb developed kids. Yeah. And that is not what the only way you can be fruitful and multiply. There are so many wonderful little people who are looking <laughs> and, and yeah. wanting to have parents. hmm the fact that, you know, you guys can't have one in a traditional way that you thought that they should be has nothing to do with the marriage yeah. that has to do with a benefit or a marriage or, um, you know, a, a missed expectation.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think that it's something that you can work through together. And I think that's why we put it essentially in the illegitimate category. Um, <clears throat> wow. This this is some really good topic. We got borderline reasons to get through. We've got the actual um the actual legitimate reasons um I think we're gonna have to cut this up and make it a part two
0: I think we should there's so so much to unpack so
1: much to unpack um but before we uh before we stop on this one um can we do a quick pause for the cause and then uh we'll go ahead and wrap us up and then we'll uh y'all catch us up on part two
0: yes uh, okay, so a pause for the cause. So um, SIDS is the sudden death of an infant less than one years old that cannot be explained. After a thorough investigation that concludes a complete autopsy, examination of the death scene, and a review of the medical history, there is most commonly occurring unexplained deaths in infants. So it's so SIDS Awareness Month. SIDS Awareness Month is this month. October hosts just a plethora of things that plague families, you know, as far as awareness, and so SIDS is one that is—it is a hard one. Yeah, hard because sudden infant death syndrome is is sudden it's surprising and it takes a family by storm Um, another definition to be aware of is accidental suffocation or strangulation in bed that's assb which is a sudden death of an infant less than one year old again of age that can happen because of suffocation by soft bedding such as when a pillow covers an infant nose or mouth um, overlay um, or when another person rolls on top of the baby or against the baby you know they're they're they are so small. Their noses and everything is so soft. Roll up against you. You roll up against a baby or on top of a baby and suffocate them. Um, wedging or entrapment, which is when an infant is wedged between two objects, such as the mattress and the wall, the bed and the frame, um, or any kind of furniture. And then there's strangulation, which can happen when an infant's head and neck get caught between crib railings, oh, um, which the, the traumaticness, I can I
1: I just, I think, I think I shudder to think of it, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, So October is Sudden Infant Death Syndrome Awareness Month and a time to take a fresh look at how we can educate parents and caregivers and reduce the risk of SIDS. According to the the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, about 3,500 infants died in the United States in 2014 of Sudden Unexplained Infant Death Syndrome. The following recommendation for sick risk reduction is this. Um, Always place babies on the back when putting them to sleep for naps at night or at night. Um, Use a firm sleep surface such as a mattress and a safety-approved crib covered by a fitted sheet. Share your room with your baby, not your bed. Not your bed. Share the room, not the bed. There are so many things that you can purchase where your baby can be right next to your bed in arm's reach and they do not have to be in the bed with you yes um keep soft objects such as pillows loose bedding toys all kinds of little soft teddy bears and stuff animals that kind of thing that are so cute it means so much because our grandmother made it yeah johnny bought it keep those things away from sleeping areas um, the risk of SIDS is even greater than when a baby is even greater when a baby shares a bed with a smoker to reduce risk do not smoke during a pregnancy please don't like you have to say it you would think that it was something that people would know but you still have to say do not Why, smoke while you are pregnant how about don't smoke ever and, and don't even just, don't and don't smoke around your baby period period oh. so <laughs> that is that is, you know, October, SIDS Awareness Month, um, yes. Infant Death Syndrome, and it is something that is a traumatic, traumatic thing. I have um, a close friend of mine whose granddaughter, whose grandson died from SIDS, and um, the, the recovery from that is, uh, it, you don't. You live with it. You don't recover from it. You live with it. You cope with it. You cope with it. And so um, praying for all the moms and families who have experienced this um, trauma in their lives and um, reaching out and hoping that all those soon to be mama's
1: yes yes we'll take
0: heed right yes we'll take heed and keep it top of mind because we got to say the babies
1: yeah one thing that uh, there's this there's this uh little thing that i have that i put on my registry um and it is a uh an owlette owl or an owlette it's a Mm -hmm. it's basically a sock that monitors for SIDS Mm-hmm. And so it, it checks the baby's vitals to make sure that he or she is breathing, that they yes. are getting enough oxygen throughout their body, that, you know, uh, if there's something that it's basically like an alert system, because, you know, baby can't tell you, hey, mm-hmm. can't breathe, um, but the system can. So I'm definitely whether somebody gets it off my registry or not. I'm definitely going to have one um, yes, for my yes. baby because we have gone through it to have a baby, honey. So we're going to do everything we can to make sure he makes, uh, makes it to have a long, strong life. I need him to be uh, burying me and not the other way around. Can we
0: say congratulations on 22 plus two? Oh, <laughs> <yeah>! Congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. Yay! If y'all don't know from yeah. past episodes, um, our creator and, mm. uh, host Lakendra Kendra is Aww. expecting and she just crossed her 22 week mark and it is so significant yeah and we are just delighted and overjoyed with her progress Yay. and cannot wait for baby
1: oh I am gonna blush <laughs> oh you guys <God>, totally <laughs> blushing oh my god Yeah, it's significant. So for those of you that that don't know, I did. I lost twins last year at 22 weeks. Exactly. So I am currently the most pregnant I've ever been. And so from here on out, I will be the most pregnant that I've ever been. So Mm -hmm. I am just yeah, it's a really, really exciting time. Um, But you guys, we have run out of time. Yes. Um, And and I hate it because we have so much to share. But we're going to continue this conversation part two. Y'all hit us up next week. And we're going to continue on cancel culture and the marriage. Uh, I just want to close this out real quick and just say, you guys, we love you. We appreciate the support. We hope that you are learning something from what we bring every single week. Um, and and we are excited to share these things, you guys. Marriage is so important and we really, really, really want everyone, uh, especially us ladies, to do our part to get till death do us part. Um, don't throw in the towel if you can avoid it. Um, Don't throw in the towel. Do what you got to do. Go to therapy. Hang in there. Read some books. Surround yourself with other women who are having a thriving and successful marriage Mm -hmm. that can give you um, wise counsel and coaching when you're going through your hard times. Don't rely on your feelings. Your feelings will lie to you. Every yes. single time um, because feelings are fickle, honey. They come, they go. And the next thing you know, you're doing something from an emotional place mm. that is going to have long lasting repercussion. So I just really want to encourage us all to do our part to get to death. Do you part ladies and gentlemen, all our friends. Listen, we love you. We will see y'all next time. Peace. Peace. This has been another episode of Three Dope Wives. Sis, we are so glad you took a minute to get real with us. Yep. Listen, I want you to know something. Every day a woman is married and a wife is made, vows are exchanged and hopes arise. Mm-hmm.
0: And every day a woman's dreams are crushed. Uh, sh- Let me tell you, crushed, crushed <laughs> by the reality of what marriage really is. True